Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Sunday. Um, oh, I, Alexa, pause. Why does she not listen to me? Honestly, it's like Juno plays online with her mate, and when he talks to his, I can't say it because then she'll do something. Mine responds, but when I ask her to do something, she just doesn't do it. She just listens when I'm talking about things I'm interested in to buy and shows me them on Facebook afterwards. It's all very scary. Handy when you want to find the thing that you've seen on TV but don't know where it's from. But uh, also frustrating. I had the idea of renaming them so she doesn't respond when other people say her name. But I don't know if that's possible. I was going to look into it, but I haven't. Anyway, how are you? This week has been Mental Health Week. And my lovely friend, Scroobius Pip, is doing a whole month of mental health episodes in May. And I was invited on to talk about my mental health as a single parent during the pandemic. And he also had my daughter, Lola, who's 10, on to talk about how it's affected her as well both episodes out now and i would highly recommend you listening to them i think on her one she's on with florence Pugh, um and i can't remember who else because i'm a terrible person and i'm now going to look at my phone so i can tell you who else is on hers um and they've gone down really well and i'm so proud of her for um having the confidence to go on a podcast i mean to be fair she doesn't really understand what she's doing like the enormity of it and she's talking to her godfather so you know she doesn't really care about that either but um yeah i was so proud of her but yeah on um on her one she was with florence Pugh, rob alton and tez ilas i think that's i'm sorry i'm so bad at pronouncing people's names um and on my one is the lovely fern cotton Jordan, tall dark friend, um, Jordan from Rizzle Kicks and Rob Parker. So check them out. And there's going to be loads more as well. He had Stephen Graham on one. He's got Simon Pegg coming up on another one. And his mum and his dad. It's just lovely. I feel like I'm rambling. I'm on a bit of a high because I've just recorded one of my favourite ever podcasts with um, the amazing epic life coach, a girl called Nikki whose story is absolutely uh, amazing 
And you know how like when you talk to people and you just have a feeling of comfort from having met them and like you have a connection. I, you don't find it that often in life. Well, unless you're very lucky, but it's so nice when you meet people and you have this immediate kind of feeling that everything's okay when you talk to them. She's so nice. I've actually booked in to have a session with her because I'm like, I want whatever you're selling. She's so happy and lovely and considering the shit that she's been through which you'll hear all about I'm going to put her episode out very soon and um, because she talks a lot about mental health and um obviously this is a great time to be everyone should be talking about mental health as much as possible so yeah so I'm all excited about that this week's episode is with the very lovely Rich Wilson um my well our very good mutual friend Stu um messaged me and was like you've got to have Rich Wilson on the podcast he's lovely you'll really get on Rich does a podcast called Insane in the Membrane talking about men's mental health he also does Insane in the Fembrane as well when he talks to women but um I didn't well obviously I knew we were going to talk about I just wanted to chat to you about who he is and what he does kind of thing but we ended up talking about periods child birth having being a parent like and mental health, obviously, but it was like, I really wasn't expecting to sit down with a man and talk about periods. Like, you know, when it's like, it was such a lovely conversation, um, as you'll hear. But yeah, it just, it really made me laugh. Like five minutes in, I was like, I can't believe we're talking about the stuff we're talking about. Anyway, enjoy. Um, thanks as always to my lovely sponsor, Golding Accountancy. And I'll see you in a bit. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Work. Work. Hello! Today I'm very excited because I'm joined by an actual real-life comedian <laughs> and podcaster and friend of Stu Whiffin. Lover, we're lovers. <laughs> Lover of Stu Whiffin, Rich Wilson. Hey, hello. Hi, nice. Rich. Nice to see your smiling face. It's good, isn't it? Oh, it's nice to see people. I oh, know, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. How's it all been for you? Because obviously you're a... Is your comedian your job? You don't like work in an office during the day and do comedy at night, do you? Like you're a proper professional. Yeah. Proper paid up uh, professional comedian. Have been for 17 years. 
And oh then, my God. yeah. So, but well, that's the thing. People don't know. They only know. They know the comedians that they see on the TV, but they don't realise. They don't realise. There's like there's a, there's thousands of us that are like a bit below that that do the circuit. So we're running around yeah. the running around the world doing doing all the clubs and that. So that's that's where I'm at, and it's it's good. It's good. Well, I say that it was. <laughs> <laughs> so how when would you gig every night? Like how much do you work when the world isn't? It would have been, I could have worked seven nights a week. Most of the time it would be sort of four or five nights a week. I would be, I'd be gigging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, and there's all, you know, like, so my weekend would probably be like Monday, Tuesday. And yeah. and then, and then the rest of the rest of the time I'd be gigging all the time. So, yeah. So when do you write? Do you write while you're travelling around? All the time. It's, I never, I, I can't really sit down and, and write like write stuff out what i do i have ideas and then i i pull yeah. them I, I pull them around in my head and go oh that's quite cool. oh yeah that put that word there that's quite funny and then i go on stage and just start talking and hopefully it's funny yeah you know that's <laughs> you know but I've, I've been doing it long enough that i can i can go out and i'll do a new i'll do a new bit and if it's not funny i can make fun of the fact that it's not funny so yeah you know but it must be I've, well, I've never done stand-up comedy, obviously, but for me, it just put the fear of God in me of doing anything like that. But it's just like anything, and if you do it enough, you yeah. just get that confidence and self-assurance, and then you can read people. Yeah. Oh, how, still, how, how did you find? How did you find doing podcasting? This is quite a new thing. I love it because I love talking to people. Yeah. So I absolutely love it. And I've been really lucky because I've just had really lovely people on and really interesting people. And especially during the last year when we've not really had much interaction. Yeah. It's just been really nice having that interaction. But it was, I remember because I did um, Stu and Chris's Hardcore Listing. They got Oh, brilliant. Back. Yeah ages ago and it was weird because I've known them for years but I was so nervous we were just sitting there chatting because I knew it was being recorded so that was really weird and when I did first start I don't think I got nervous when I was doing this because I was doing it with a mate originally and we were just chatting but I think as we started getting guests on and then I started thinking oh because I I suppose you're more self-conscious about what you're saying when you know that people are going to pay attention to it later Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. just like you're having a chat and you might say something. And I second guess because I'm really worried about offending people. Right. Yeah. Because um, I wouldn't want to upset anyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, same, same. But it's, um, no, I really I really enjoy it. But it's all very, it's, this is just a conversation. It's all very laid back and, you know. Yeah. Well, that's like mine. It's just, it's a, it's a chat. It's, a, it's like two people sitting in a pub or a cafe just having a chinwag. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, tell us about your podcast. Right. Um, it's called Insane in the Membrane. Um, it's but such a wicked <laughs> title. I tell you what, I, I know I say this. If anyone has heard me talking before, I am still immensely proud of coming up with that. Honestly, yeah. it's my, it's my <laughs> finest. Other than my children, other than my kids, it's my finest hour. Um, I yeah. It's in it. What so? What we've started to do as well because we we you know we, it started off as it's men. It's trying to get men to open up and talk about yeah. issues that affect, especially you know, people of my generation and, and older. We we you know we we were brought up to not talk about these things. We were brought up to sort of squash it down and you know, be a man, and you know, men don't talk about these things. But then, male yeah. su- male suicide statistics are 
through the roof and and there's a lot of domestic violence you know i mean yeah it's not all men but there's there's a there's a large number that are and and it's because of the frustrations that have not been able to talk and so I just started this this podcast to start having those conversations, and and I'm very honest about my own my own you know growing up and and the things I you know I'm not saying domestic violence, but but being being a bit shit in relationships, like being you know like I I was I've cheated on people and I've been a bit shit and and my behaviour hasn't been great, but I knew that deep down there was a better person inside me, and the and the way I, and the way I got to that was to find out what my problem was, and I went out counselling. Yeah. And, it, and it unboxed all this stuff. It's like, well, the reason you're doing that is because of this and that and the other. And it really helped me. And so from that, I started having conversations with mates and comedians. And they were all, and then they'd start telling me the stuff they're going through. All of a sudden, it was like they opened up like flowers. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's something in this. Yeah. So, it, so it just sort of snowballed and it became the podcast. Um, and there's also, we've also got uh, Insane in the Fembrane, which is part of, because when I realized that when I have, uh, were female guests, you know, putting it out as insane in the in the membranes a bit different. So we do fembrane uh, for people that are women and identify as women, um, and and that's me talking to women to find out what it's like, what it's actually like to be a woman. Because I I don't know, you know, I know how periods work, but I don't really know what it feels like. You know, I don't know what it feels like to have one, and that's these yeah. are conversations like, like asking women what happens like. I know you get the rage and I know you're all over the place and I know all that, but like, what, what does it feel like to go through that? And what do you expect from a partner or whoever you're with? Like what, what do you need from them when it starts? Because yeah. I know you, you, you have no control over it. And, and it's having those conversations in a space that in a safe space, you know, yeah. and that's, and I think, like so many men are scared to ask that question they won't even go and buy tampons like they won't even and you're like mate no one thinks they're yours just buy them but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because someone put on them like one of the mums groups on facebook the other day that her i can't remember how old their kids are but they sort of like the sex education stuff but she said that the boys are being taken out when they're talking about periods and how bad that is because yeah it's they really need bad to know. they yeah. need to know they need to be aware of how babies yeah the fact that women have to go through it every month and all the shit that comes along with it yeah but i thought that's so true like i don't i mean, I went to an all-girls high school mm. so we didn't have to worry about the boys but i don't think we did any sex education when i was in like infants mm. and no we didn't i mean this we were years ago but but i think that's it you know no. In the bloody high school. I mean, it was a convent school, so we weren't ever going to get that much. But... Wow, wow. <laughs> but yeah, we did about periods. But I remember when I was younger, boys, if you said the word period, even now, like I'm extremely open and talking about periods because it, yeah. it does affect my life a great deal. And I still find it funny that the conversation, like, and even with my female friends, they're sometimes a bit like, well, you can't talk about that in front of men. Mm. Yeah, well, that. Like, you, you got need to. to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it's normalised, because it is fucking normal, isn't it? It's not like it's a surprise. No, exactly. Well, this is it. It's part of it's. If you're going to be in a relationship with someone, you need to understand, and you need, to, and you are on both sides that you that yeah. what you, what happens and and how because uh, my my last partner, her her periods were really bad, and I think it's like a, it's a syndrome or something like that that you they actually become somebody else. And we'd yeah. be we'd be in mid conversation, and I'd just see the shutters come down, and 
and you're like, ah, oh, oh, shit. And I, suddenly we're arguing about, we're, we're having these horrible, blistering arguments. And every time, like halfway through, I'd go, ah, oh, oh, shit, it's that, it's that. Yeah. And I'd, you'd, you'd forget because you'd go, why are you being such a dickhead? I can't yeah. believe, I just forgot to get the sugar. Now you're having a go at me. Right, and it's that. Yeah, and it and it and and, and so we and, and she's ashamed to, to, that it's happening. So then she can't she can't tell me what's going on. She's a, she's just yeah. at, she's angry that I don't just know, and that's why yeah. we need to talk about these things. We need to yeah. talk about all these things when we're kids. Like the fact yes. that that this that at the moment with the you know of you know the sadness of like another woman has been sadly murdered and and, and at the hands of a man. And I'm not again. I know it's not all men. But it's enough men that it's a problem, and it's and it's and it's it's up to us men to start having these conversations, because and if, when when you when you hear that ah oh, men are this and men are that and men are this, but have a look at yourself, have a look around, because straight away you kind of you, your back goes up and you go ah oh, yeah. no I'm not like that, that's not me, I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. do that, and you go yeah yeah yeah, have a look around, you go oh yeah yeah I'm not I'm not I don't do that, oh yeah no that's not me, all right yeah no I'm cool they don't mean me but. When you, there's enough, you see it all the time, and we 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 are the ones that now have to start calling it out because women yeah. women aren't in that position because they're too afraid that they're going to end up that way if they if they see bad behaviour and a woman yeah. turns around yeah. and goes you're being out of order it's frightening it's frightening for a man to do it so I know that might sound sexist but you know there is that thing of men are physically stronger than a lot of women. And so women don't want to be put in that position where they're going, mate, you're out of order because these going to go, yeah, what are you going to do about it? You know, and it, it's, so it's up to us. It's up to us men to start having these conversations. And we, need, and we need to learn about these things from when we're really young. But the problem is that parents don't want to hear that little Tommy could be, as potentially could be a rapist or a, or a murderer. Or they don't, of course you don't. It's your baby. You don't want to hear that. But yeah. we have to have those conversations. Men, there is something in men that... Is, is angry and, and that animal in us that wants to just yeah. grab and fight and fuck and and we have to talk about that from an early age. We have to talk about what women go through and what men go through. And I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why we're not. You know, it's, it's what we have to do. Sorry, it's got really heavy yeah, early on, didn't it? Why we don't? No, no, that's, I don't know why we don't talk about it. I suppose it's just not the done thing. I suppose it comes from being proved, doesn't it? And not talking about things. Mm. The English don't talk about things. Well, that's it. No one, like I said, no one wants to hear that their little cherub is poten yeah. could potentially harm so, uh, another human being. Yeah. You know, and that of course you don't. I, I wouldn't want that. You wouldn't. Want, you wouldn't want to think that way. But it's oh, a, it, no. you know, yeah. The thing is, someone is. Yeah. Something happens, don't doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, um, when I was posting stuff about that when um, that happened to Sarah, mm. and one of my friends who's an intelligent young man was like i find this is more is worse for the conversation because men and women should come together yeah this divides us and i was like but it's not in an ideal world we wouldn't have to have these conversations but we are divided there is a you know it's like i it's even things that i don't think about but it's like when you go home from a night out you worry if you don't hear from your friend to text her back yeah men don't have that no no. And it's just little things like that that you don't even think about. And it's like, fuck, yeah, it is completely different for us. Yeah. And we're not worried. 
We're not worried because they might have done something wrong. We're worried that someone's going to do something to them. Yeah, well, that's it. They're talking about curfews for women, and you're like, no, that's not the answer. That isn't the answer at all. The answer is to have conversations with men and for men to have conversations with each other and, and call this and, and call it out when you see it, you know? Yeah. It's, I've, I've, got a, I've got a criminal record because I punched someone for calling my ex-wife a fat C-U-N-T. And it... Uh, that it's just it's on, it's on us to call it out we have to yeah. we, uh, we have to it's on us and, and any man that, that gets offended by that you're like no mate you're not listening you're not listening you're the other day I do this I do this thing called walking with Wilson I chuck a video up on Instagram and it's me just walking around and I'm plugging whatever I'm doing a bit like Stu Whiffing does yeah, yeah, yeah. so I put one of them up but it was at night I'm walking around the Olympic Park up here in West Ham and and a woman put on it. Oh, it's, I'm really envious of men that are able to go out and wander around like that at night. Yeah, yeah. And I went. I didn't even realize. I'm like, shit. Yeah. yeah. It's stuff like that. There's because there's still there's still a, there's still a, a a a body of men. There's still a group of men that see women as just objects that they can they they can do whatever they like with. You know. Yeah. Because they're not because they're not told any different growing up. Yeah. Uh, you know? And also if. Like, I'd never go running at night. And no. we had, um, there was a sex pest in, there's a nature reserve just at, near my house. Mm. And so I couldn't, I normally go running around there, but I couldn't go running around there. And like I'd said yeah. to my friend who kind of had said, we, we shouldn't be divided. I was like, you wouldn't think twice. No. Like there was a, you know, a guy in there going after girls. You wouldn't think, oh, well, I can't run in there. Just no, in exactly. Case, you, you, know. you In fact, you're probably hoping to see him so you can give oh, him a... Yeah. You give me a yeah. good, sh- you give me a good shoeing. <laughs> if I had, and anything had happened to me, that would have been my fault for going there. Yeah, exactly. Why am I going there? Ex- I can't go and walk around the Olympic Park. At no, because no. if anything happened to me, you know, but, it would be that, my fault. But exactly that. It's like well, you shouldn't have been out. It's like no, I absolutely yeah. should have been out. He shouldn't have been out. That that geezer with his knob out. He shouldn't have been out. Yeah. And that's and that's why we have to have these conversations. We we need to have them when we're really young. You know, and I know it's, I know, it, I know it's horrible, and I know it's brutal, and I know that there are men going, you know, but it's like, no, no, no listen, mate. The, the only way we're going to solve this or try and make changes if we get involved. It's, yeah. it's really shit for women after a certain time at night, and it is, and it, I mean, even in the daytime, you probably, you probably won't go a certain way just in case, you know. Yeah. Because it is always men. I mean, we, don't get me wrong. Women are women do their bit. You know, they do it in another way. We're we're we're, yeah. we're human beings. And what what's really interesting about men and women is that we level each other. We we even each other out with with our with our bits. So, you know, we might we are. There's men do that, but women are fucking lunatics in another way. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's 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 all of, we need to talk about the fact that we are fundamentally we're animals and and yeah. that and that's the problem and that's what we're not doing we're another thing as well people are struggling to fit in everyone says i don't fit in i don't fit in i don't fit in because society is this it's weird like i say we're animals we're supposed to be a bit more free and easy but we're he- we're hemmed into this society that makes us we have to give our money to to earn money but don't, you don't earn enough because you've got to give it to someone else and and there's all this other shit on top of us no wonder we're yeah. all like we're having mental health problems now so yeah. we we need to talk about the fact that we are fundamentally we're animals and and we've got mad shit going on in, in in all of us not just men 
It's all of us. Yeah. But but yeah, men yeah. But, but men need to have that conversation about we need to stop other men from from tapping into that animal that animal thing too much. You know? I think I think that's what I mean. So how did you get into comedy then? <laughs> <I've always> been... <laughs> yeah, it's quite. I know. I realise we're going. Funny. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, not, I'm just really passionate about that in a minute because I, I see no, all the. That's good. Yeah, I just see all the Thank men. God, you are. Well, I see all the men. I know because I, you know, like the. I've got a selfish streak in me that is a that becomes a problem sometimes, and I have to work on it. And it, and that's what we have to do. You have to. You have to be honest with yourself and recognise. Yeah your faults, you know, and go, yeah, well, that, that's not good. it's hard for men to talk, you're not talk, to talk about and not to have feelings, are you? Exactly. You know I mean? You've got to yeah, be strong, yeah, yeah. you've got to get on with it. Yeah, so exactly. So it's easy for women in that sense because we can talk about how we feel all the time. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so it's being honest with yourself about your faults, as well as your good bits as well. Be be honest about that too. You, you know, oh, you're yeah. you're not all bad. You're just, you're all, we've all got good and bad in us. Um, but yeah, what I just okay. No, so I've got two, got boys? two boys, two boys, two, two boys. But and I have been, I've been really honest with them all the way along, you know. And yeah. and you know they, so the, I used to say to them, I was like, look, you know, you know, you can always come to me, and if you're, you know, if you're gay and or whatever else, you can talk to me. It's not a problem, you know. We can, we we'll, we we'll work through things and all that. And then it got to the point. Uh, my oldest went, Dad, for the last time, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gay. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it, Dad. <laughs> so I was doing that, but I don't know. But, um, but, but that's lovely. You know, so at least yeah. I know they're loved and supported. They are. But now they're, the other, now they're the other way. My youngest, I was having, we were having dinner, and my youngest was uh, talking to my, my partner. And, uh, and, she, and, she, and he just went, well, the thing is with Dad, he just needs looking after now and again. <laughs> and that was my, that was my son. <laughs> How old are they? Uh, 29 and 23. Uh, yeah, and they're good boys, Keanu and Bailey. And they're good lads. Aww. Yeah, they're good boys. So I where love do them. You li- are they near you? They live in Bristol. Um, okay. Yeah, my eldest moved there. His his missus is from uh, Stroud up that way, so they moved to Bristol. Okay. And then oh, my nice. yeah, and my youngest is studying music at uh, at BIM, the, the 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 music school. So he moved up there as well. Um, but yeah, it's you know they're good lads, and I love them. And yeah. yeah, it's good, but uh, yeah, comedy. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I kind of, I kind of fell into it. I just. Where I, are you from? You know, I'm from Alpington in Kent. Okay. Yeah. Which is why we've got a similar accent because it's sort of, it's like an estuary. Yeah, yeah. It's got an estuary, estuary, accent, estuary, yeah. estuary twang. Yeah. It's not yeah. quite. It's not quite Cockney, but it's, it's almost. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I suppose Essex would be more Cockney because they all sort of came down from the east, didn't they? When they yeah. m- made a bit of money and they moved out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, at the moment, I'm living in I'm living in West Ham. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is nice. But um, I don't know. I always I always liked. Yeah. <laughs> are you go, are you are you do, is that a football thing? I don't follow football, yeah. so I, I don't know. <laughs> is it? Well, it's yeah. No, they're all right. I, I don't to call West Ham. I'm Spurs because my dad's Spurs, but he's from Bethnal Green. So really, we should be. But you West know what? Ham, but... Yeah, there's a lot. Funny you say that. There's a lot of Tottenham fans down down that way. Weirdly, it must be. Yeah. It must must be a dad thing. Yeah, because yeah. it's. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't like. I never had football growing up, so it was all. Yeah. It, it was all music when I was growing up. So I never really. I don't I, care you know. about football. I just no. like the banter. I just would like my dad to see Spurs win. 
<laughs> That's all I want. But yeah, so were you always funny? Like, were you always um, the one in the class that made everyone laugh? No, not in the class. I was kind of invisible at school, kind of kept my head down. and I mucked about with oh, mates. Really? Yeah, I, I was, you know, I had a few mates in that, but I wasn't, I didn't like school. I didn't care. So I yeah. just, just sort of kept my head down and... Like I say, it was fairly invisible. And it wasn't until when I got older, I started to realise I could make people laugh. But even then, I didn't know I could be a comedian. I just knew I could yeah. make, I just liked, I just enjoyed making my friends laugh. Yeah. It's a real buzz. So and then, you know, what did was you that... do? What did you work as then when you left school and stuff? Oh, wow. I have done, I think I must have done every job going. I've really? done, yeah. <laughs> I was a, I was a butcher. I've been a butcher. I worked at uh, Curry's selling, uh, you know, the electrical people worked there. Yeah, yeah. I worked, uh, I was a bus driver. I've worked looking after old people. I've looked after mentally disabled, mentally and physically disabled oh, kids. Wow. Um, I've done it all. I worked in a gay sauna for a bit. That's well documented. <laughs> <laughs> done, I've done it all. I've done it all, mate. I've done it all. And uh, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I just, because yeah. back then, like, if you didn't want to do something, you just go, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. And you just leave. And then go and get yeah. something, you just go and get something else, whatever. Because yeah. I, I was never told you're gonna, you need to get a career or, or go uni. I was just, they were just like, just get a job, any job. Yeah. So that's, that's what I used to do. Yeah. And then I ended up working as a barman up the creek, the comedy club, and it just, I just sort of fell into it. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. And then I became a comedian. Weird. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's that was 17 years ago. That was in 2004. I started my first, my first ever gig. I started in 2001 working at the creek. And in 2004, that's when I did my first gig. Yeah, mad. And then how long were you gigging for before you kind of left everything behind and just did that full time? Uh, Three years. I was doing it, yeah. I I was, well, I ended up, it turns out I was really good at emceeing, you know, hosting. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because not many people want to do that, they all want to be headliners and all that sort of thing. Yeah. That got me in the place, into in the door of places. They go, "Oh, you MC? I will come and do this then." And then suddenly I'm MCing everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, I did that. I just and I just it, again, it was like, oh, "I'll just earn some money doing this." At no point yeah. did I have because now everyone's going, "What are you going to do now?" You're like, "What do you mean? What am I do now?" I don't know. Yeah. I thought I thought I was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so how how bad has it been work-wise for you? Did oh, you have a lot of stuff booked in? I had. I had my first my first weekend at a proper theatre was the weekend that it all it all fell apart. I was it was it was so yeah, my first weekend at Soho Theatre, it was Rich Wilson in the West End. Um again oh, against no. against all the odds I'd got to the theatre and, and I was having I was about to just, you know, and then it all got taken away. And I ended up working I ended up luck well, I ended up sort of Initially, I was kind of zen about it. I'm like, oh well, can't be helped. Everyone's in the yeah. same. Everyone's in the same boat. They've all lost all manner of stuff, and it is what it is. And, and then later on, I had to get some money together. And um, SOS Clothing, bless them, Mark and Stacy stepped in, and uh, and they they took me under. They took me in. They went, come and come and do this. And I ended up working for them for six months. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been really good. And I think that's as well because I've done jobs before comedy. I was like, yeah. all right, all right. Well, I can't. All right, I'm not doing that for now. Okay, let's go and do something else. So I've done painting, yeah. de- painting, and decorating. I've done labouring. Yeah. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. That that working class thing in yeah. you that goes right. Yeah. You, you're going to have to earn some money. So go and do something. Yeah. Yeah. So it was that really? Yeah. 
It's been, but um, you know. So when did you start the podcasting? Because it is relatively new, isn't it? Two like, years, as in yeah. A couple of years, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two years ago, and it was like I say, it was doing. I did hardcore listings, yeah. and and then I, and, and then Brad Acton, who used to do something with it, or does I don't know if he still does, but he messaged me and said, I think you should do your own podcast, and yeah. and it sort of went from that, and then so again. I went, all right then. And then suddenly I'm collecting guests and suddenly I'm... Yeah. And then two years down the line, it's like we've won awards and we've had Heston Blumenthal on and David Padil and oh. Jenny Ryan from The Chase has been on. And and yeah. so and then you're like, how, does, how has this happened? I used to, yeah. dri- I used to drive a van. <laughs> but it's good though and it's needed. Yeah. So what made you want to focus on what on mental health? Just that, I want men to open, to realise that whatever they're thinking or feeling, they're not alone. We yeah. that's what's the other thing you got that people don't understand as well that you, you there's a there's a misunderstanding that you, you think oh I'm the only one that feels this way and is yeah. I'm a, I'm a bit weird and that but everybody has had the thoughts and feelings that you've had and so I want men that are, you know like me like you know, men men like you know geezers you know I want them to to know that they can. Open up. I have I have men messaging me all the time now, just going, mate. I had this, yeah. And and you don't have to know the right words to say. You don't have to figure it out. Just, just you could just message me and go, I was going to kill myself, or I'm feeling. This is how I'm feeling. You know, it doesn't matter. I just want people to know that they're not alone. So you know, that's what I want from it. I want I want that. I want men. I want men to stop killing themselves. I want men to stop being yeah. violent and angry because they are so frustrated, or they've had they they were brought, they were brought up by a violent and angry family member or whatever. And yeah. I want and I want them to you know realise that it, it doesn't matter how old you are as well. There's still time. You can still yeah. you can still change it. You know. Yeah. You, that's what I want. That's wonderful yeah. that people are messaging you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that good. just means everything, doesn't it? Like, even if it's yeah. just one person, well, yeah. you can change them. We had someone message, um, and she sent me the she sent me the screenshot of the messages because it had saved her marriage. She'd she'd listened to Romish Ranganathan's. Wow. Yeah, she listened to Romish Ranganathan's episode. Yeah. And her and her her and her husband they were separate separated. He was living somewhere else, and then she sent him the episode. And, she, and he listened to it, and then he messaged her back and just started just unraveling, just telling her all this stuff he was feeling, and that's oh, all. Wow. And, that, and that's all from that episode. So you know, it does. It's you know, I want I want to help. I want to I want people to yeah. to to feel better. You know, because it helped me when I opened up. So yeah, you know. It's, so when did you start having counselling? I started having counselling. It would have been two thousand. And I'm like, well, I had I had sort of counselled in the nineties, but yeah. it was but it was more I, I, I had a complicated uh, relationship with the mother of my children. Yeah. And it was a council that was connected to that family, and I didn't realise what they were basically doing was blaming me for all this shit, and you know, I was sort of going along with it. But um, oh, yeah, 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 it was a tricky one. But this, but the yeah. the latest counselling was that would have been two thousand and sixteen. I started okay. that. Yeah, so it's fairly recently. Um, yeah. But I've got some more booked in. I've, I'm doing it again next. Yeah. On, I'm doing it, yeah, uh, next Thursday. I've got it booked in that I'm going again. That, can you go there or have you got to do it over Zoom? Got to do it over Zoom. Well, like the, okay. first, the first one's a phone call. They just want to, they just want to, okay. 
assess you. And I was just in a, I was in a bad, I was in a bad place a couple of weeks ago. And so I just, I messaged this helpline and then they, yeah. they got back to me and they just went, all right, let's have a chat. So, you know, yeah. I just, yeah, I just a few things I need to iron out. Yeah. But yeah. it's great that you're aware of that and you yeah. know that, because it is, it's like physical health, isn't it? You know, yeah. you need to be physically yeah. healthy, but you need to be mentally healthy as well. But it's great that you can see the warning signs or... Well. Yeah, well, it's, like it, yeah. it's just, it, it's been a really tough time. And the other thing is as well, when you're in a relationship that's quite hardcore and the other person's struggling as well, and sometimes they'll take their shit out on you and you don't. Yeah. And so you start to take on board that and you start to, they might say horrible things about you and you might, and you might start believing it. You know, you yeah. go, oh yeah, maybe I am that, maybe I am that. And, yeah. and you don't realise. And that's why it's good to go and talk to someone else and go, and you and be honest with them as well and go right yeah. this is this is what was being said and done is it yeah. is it because of this and then you can figure it out and if it is that then yeah. you can then you do something about it but i don't think people realize how how important therapy really is there's still a stigma attached yeah. to it but yeah. go go in and talking to someone and giving them your problems is you have no idea that the the power of that I, see, I, I reckon everybody should go. I really do. Yeah, same. I think the world would be a much better place if everyone just had an hour even just once a week talking to someone. Yeah, yeah. Anything that they want to talk about and just offloading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world would definitely be a better place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, just, yeah, I've you had need therapy it. for quite a few years, actually, but I just love figuring it out. Like, it just fascinates me <coughs> how they can kind of say something and then you kind of figure out, oh, that's why that happened and that's why this yeah. happened, you know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Just, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, well, the amount of conversations, just you know. It feel so much better. Absolutely, because there's stuff yeah. like, you, like, your, like your partner will come in and for whatever reason, you'll be like, you know what, it really fucking annoys me the way he cleans his teeth. You know, it just... <laughs> And then you you go and talk to someone and you're like, look, I love him, but I don't know why. I don't know why that annoys me so much. And then yeah. you start and then you start to figure out. You go, well, it's because your mum was murdered by a toothbrush or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, or something yeah. like that. It's you you'll figure out why is that thing. I mean, and I'm sure with people listening to this, like you know. You're, you're, again, like you're, you're a lady, you're, your female partner will come in, and you know, and you're like, do you know what? Just you're leaving those bobby pins everywhere. You know, like, it's driving me mad. You know, just to go and talk to someone and go, what am I supposed to do with them? Am I supposed to put them in the bin? Yeah. Do I put them? Where do I put them? You know, like, it's just, just to help you. Yes. You just need it, yeah. And then you go, well, why is that? Why is that annoying you? You go, oh, actually, because I've got this. I owe money to this thing, and that's bothering me. So now, yeah. so now, bobby pins on the floor has become my focus because I can deal with that and not the money thing. It's hard living with someone. That's what relationships are really hard, aren't they? Because you do just take everything out on each other. Yeah. Because you can. Yeah. So there's always like, yeah, I do. You know. have to, and then, but then with that as well, I think we have to come. One thing I've learned from my last relationship is communication is so important. Yeah. And and even if it's even if you're just stood in the middle of the lounge one day and you go and you just explain exactly how you're feeling. You go, look, I'm really sorry, but um this is how I'm feeling right now. I feel I feel anxious, I feel nervous, I feel this and that. Yeah. And I know it sounds weird. I know it sounds weird to do that. It's 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 not natural, but that's how we start it, you know? Rather than yeah. just rather than keeping it all inside and then 
you know, you something something like I say, like a, a hair clip gets left in the you know in the sink, and you lose your fucking shit over that. Yeah. <laughs> it needs. To, we need to have a chat. And go. I. I'm really. I real. Feel, I feel like I'm hanging on by my fingertips at the minute. And but you know, it's funny you, know. you say that it's not natural. But I talk about how I feel all the time. Like for me, that's natural. Like yeah. I'm very. I suppose I'm very aware of how I feel and how that dictates my mood. But I have always suffered really badly with my like hormones and my PMT and whatever. So right. I know when I'm feeling off. Because generally, I'm a very kind of happy and positive person. Yeah. So if I'm not, then I'm like, what's going on? Why? You know, yeah. what's happened? So if nothing of this has happened in my day to make me pissed off, then it'll be like, oh, I'm mm. hormones. Well, it's that, and it's that, um, going back to that, having that conversation, like, so, under, like, if you say to your partner, like, this is, this is what's happening, I think, you know, which is difficult to do when you're in the middle of it, or you can feel, because, you know, he's, you know, they're just, he's just annoying the fuck out of you, but yeah. in the, in the, in the between times, like I used to joke with my with my partner and just go, look, you know, we need to talk about what we can do to make it better. I know you don't want to, and it's easier said and it's easier said than done. I know it is, but yeah. you know, if you were a werewolf and we knew you were going to turn into a werewolf, <laughs> we'd we'd make we'd make arrangements, wouldn't we? we <laughs> Yeah, it's like, right, is, yeah. And the thing is, when you're in it, like, yeah. you're pissed off because you're pissed off. You're not pissed off because you're due on. You're pissed. It's, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's really hard to then separate them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's all manner of stuff. And that's what, and what, yeah. uh, what I've learned as well is that it isn't just, it isn't just a week out of your life. Your, your body is on that cycle, like, the whole time. You get, like, a couple of days off where your body's yeah. sort of, like, your body's set. And it goes, and it goes. All right, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, okay, yeah. uh, and then yeah. it go, and it goes. Oh, you didn't have any babies, right? Well, we need to get rid of these. <laughs> we need to chuck these eggs out, yeah, and then we need to. And then it gets that that bit again, and it goes. Right, we're ready. We're ready to have babies. And now there's no babies. There's no babies again. There's no babies again. Right, chuck the eggs out. We got to chuck it all away, and that's on a constant loop all the time. Yeah. And we don't get told that. Men don't yeah. get told that. We just go, oh, she's got the fucking hump for three days. Yeah. You know, and it. But I do feel like, because I just feel sad. I, feel, I wonder if my body feels sad because I'm not pregnant. Well, yeah, you, because, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, think, like, make sense of it in your head because you do have these genuine feelings, but you just don't really know why. Well, I think because fundamentally, again, because we, we're animals and we're the only reason really, this is what I think. I, I could be completely wrong. Don't message in and go, who is this dinosaur? <laughs> Who is this Jordan Peterson wannabe? I, I just think, like, from what I've read and stuff, fundamentally, the only reason we're here is to make more of us, to make more people. Yeah, yeah totally. And, and so that's why that's why men have the urges to to spread their to spread their seed, and and women have urges to have babies, and and it, and, and you know that, but on that biological level. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. we you know it's like oh, I need I need to I need to make more people that's there's that drive in me to make more people yeah. and that's on both sides so yeah you're when so when you're primed and ready to to accept the man's seed and and then you and then you don't and then your body goes well ah well we were going to do yeah. the, we got it all we got the place already for it <laughs> fuck's sake and then you just get rid of it all again and round and round we go 
So of course you can. There is that. There is that. You've let you, you've let your you've let that little voice inside. You've let yeah. it you've let it down by not having babies, yeah, yeah. and it's and it's bullshit. It's bollocks. That that's how it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I might be completely wrong, it but is. you know. No, it is, but because I do. I've, it's always affected my life, and it's funny now because like I've got a friend. Because when I was younger, if I, we were going out when I was due on, I don't want to go anywhere. Like, no. I get very like I don't want to go out the house. Yeah. I'm not so bad. I'm a lot better now actually than I was. When I was younger, but I think that's because I work out a lot more. I didn't really exercise yeah. when I was younger, but I think exercise has helped. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. And I fucking wish someone made me do it when I was younger, because I think I would have saved myself a lot of illness. But um, but now she gets PMT. Right. And she's like, oh, I understand that, because she just used to have a go at me all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Stop fucking moaning and go out. <laughs> like, but now she's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, yeah, see, it's not it's not a choice. I'm not choosing to be miserable no. and not want to do anything. It's just your, your, yeah, you just, just don't have that drive within you. It's that yeah. it, you just want to just sit and just, it just, yeah, I just want to sit and be angry at the pillows. Just, yeah. you know, it's just. <laughs> I really did not expect to be talking about my periods. <laughs> this come, you know what? This, this come, is this, a surprise. <laughs> well, I want, I want men to talk about it more. I want you to, yeah. I want, I want, this is the stuff. That should be, we should be talking about, and like women should be able to say, yeah, look, I am a bit of an arsehole when that happens, and this, and, and you know, and like, and so we can talk about it, but there is this kind of, there's a barrier that if you, if a, it, we, we, we're not supposed to acknowledge periods, and then we're not supposed to talk about, you're not supposed to talk about the fact that it, everything just annoys you and you don't know why, and and men, and men just stand there going, well, I, I don't know, I didn't do nothing, you know. <laughs> if we if we if we talk about it more, we'll understand, you know, like yes. what to do, what to do when it happens, you know. It's and that, we can only, and I think that, like we said, that should be from a young age. Yeah, hundred percent. You it know, should be from yeah. Yeah. But I do. I'm very open. I mean, I've got girls, so right. But I, they know everything, and my eldest would be like, "You do on." But <laughs> 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 I'm shy because it's just like those few days, and I'm a bit more shouty. But even I'm then, like, yeah. Even then, I've, uh, when I was with my partner, that 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 conversation, I'd, I'd have that realization. I go, ah, oh, we did this the same time last month. Ah, oh, oh <laughs> shit, this is a this is a period, right? How am I gonna? Because if I turn around and say this is your yeah, period, <laughs> no, and it's yeah. and it's and it doesn't matter with the with the best of intentions, with all the love, with all the love in the world, and and you and you you bring your levels down, and you go, babe, listen. I think it's your. I think it's your period. Listen to that. I mean, just listen to those. That what I just said. I can. I know women listening to this now are going, "Who is this fucking prick?" Yeah. <laughs> but it's true, and even though you know, yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Feel it. It's like that's the worst thing you can say. But I mean, I can take it from my kids because I'm like, yeah, and I I know that that's why it is as well. Now I'm, I'm yeah. better with all that. But yeah, it's. It's horrible, and I feel I do feel sorry for them because I know that they've got it all to come. Yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. Those years of and my my eldest, she's getting like she her body's changing and she's really excited and she almost wants it to happen. Mm. And I remember that I did. Yeah. Because you know, you'd think, oh, I'm growing up, but then as soon as it starts, you're like, oh. But it's <laughs> I think there has to be yeah I think there has to be because then there's also there's a people get a bit 
uh, you know, women get, or, you know, people get annoyed that because men don't have to go through this. Like, women's bodies are constantly, you're on that constant rotation. There's always change. There's always something happening. And then you, and then you hit the menopause and then you get that, you have that to deal with. And, and it's, and we need to, we need to talk about these things, you know, that women, men, on a biological level, in this instance, you know, there's a difference in our bodies, you and I, and you go through things that I will never go through. So then there become, there's a resentment as well, obviously, that, that women have towards a lot of men, because it's like, you fucker, you don't have to go through any of this. I have to go through it. And it's like, I know, but I don't know what to do. I don't know what you want me to do. I think it my, the thing that pisses me off about men and women is the fact that I can't just wee anywhere. Because <laughs> I would love to just be able to wee anywhere. But I love the fact that I had babies. Yeah. Do you know, like, I love the fact that I could do that. I don't think I'd want to be a man as much as I've the shit with all the hormones and the menopause. I mean, that's a whole, women don't talk about the menopause enough. Now I'm kind of no. closer to that age. Right. And I'm, my friends and my sisters are going through it and... That's a whole nother world of shit that yeah, yeah, yeah. we just know nothing about. No, because people are ashamed of it. They're ashamed yeah. to talk about it. What yeah. uh, The thing is with mums as well is that mums have a biological collect- connection to their kids that dads will never have, you know? And and it's and I even I remember when I first had mine, uh, and there was a friend of the family, Nick. He was this massive biker dude, and uh, he had this big old mullet. Someone that you wouldn't think would come out of what he did. And he, he, he I was in the lounge. Every, all the mums are in the kitchen. They're all fussing over the new baby and the mum. And they're all flapping around and they're all doing mum things. And then he, he came through to me and he went, he goes, are you all right? And I went, yeah, I'm fine. He went, and, and he went, the thing is, Rich, it's not going to be about you anymore because it's going to be about the baby. It's going to be about mum. And then you're, everyone you know is going to be a parent and all they talk about is kids. And yeah. and you just don't have that connection that mums have, you know. you Of course you're connected and you love that child unconditionally and there's a love, like, it's a, it's a love, and it's indescribable the love you have for your kids. It's, yeah, it, yeah. it's so beyond any kind of love I've ever experienced before or since. But it, but it's still not the same connection that, that mums have. And, it, and, and, yeah. and, and now... It's all going to be about them, and it's not going to be about you. So make sure, are you all right? And I was like, oh, God, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> I, I, I do think that men can have a good connection with their family. Oh, God, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to be there. And yeah. unfortunately, in the capitalist world that we live in, <laughs> yeah, true. someone's yeah. got to go to work. And yeah. normally that will be the man because yeah. the mum... Usually she'll be feeding if she can, or if not, it's just that's how it is, isn't it? So yeah. I do feel sorry for men in that sense, but I remember they're doing a thing now. We I don't know if you split the like maternity and paternity leave, but some companies are offering men the same. You know, they can have like a year. Yeah, right. Okay. Maybe nine months off. Yeah. I think my friend, my memory is so bad. <laughs> but I think my my friend's husband did. That. But then a lot of the time also, it's fucking boring when you have a baby. I mean, they're great, but they don't do anything. They like, do nothing. So if they are just feeding or whatever, then you might be a bit like, well, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I might just go and work. <laughs> so, but, but I do think yeah. it's, it's, and it's a lot easier now, I think, for fathers as well, because it's a bit more accepted, isn't it, that yeah. men have feelings and 
Yeah, well, well, this, but this is it. But this again, it comes down to communication, and and like what happens is like the I, I, from my experience, the mums at home all day with the baby, and then you come in. You've been working all day, you know. I used to I used to be a, I used to do re, uh, removals and all sorts. So you're working hard all day. Yeah, yeah. And then you come in, and then she go right your turn, and then give you the baby, yeah. and you go oh, hang on a minute. Have I just got in the I just got in the door, and then you, and then yeah. and then, and then you got, and then you you know you, you're taking care of the baby in the evening and, and giving her a break. And I think I think it, it it's easier said than done. I get it. I totally get it. But if we can find a way to communicate and, and go right, you've got the baby all day. I've got the baby. I've, I'm at work all day. There's yeah. got there's got to be a way where we can where we can give each other time. So like you go out with your mates one night or and I'll go I'll go out with my mates and that's our time to go and do our thing or you know go yeah. f- men will want to go fishing or they want to do whatever men want to do women want to just go and have a whatever you do you go and do your thing just something that's not babies or work yeah and then you can come back and maybe I don't know on the Sunday you have a nice time to get a family thing together and he take you know he's t- he spends a bit more time with a baby and things like that and this is easier said than done and I know it might be the other way around yeah. You're, that she's at work and he's at home with the baby all day. Whatever way round it is, it's all about communication, yeah. it's, and it's fucking hard because all you want because all you are is resentful and angry because yeah. you see them going to work. You're like, you fucker, you're getting out of this. You're yeah. getting out of this. I hated for the first nine months. I hated my girl's dad because like when we had the babies, obviously not the first nine months. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I think it's just a mixture of hormones. The fact that well, I breastfed, so he he didn't really do anything anyway apart from the change of babies. I mean, he was good with the mm, babies. Yeah. But there was just all the stuff, and it was like he was going out to work every day. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, well, what the fuck am I doing? Well, that's as it. Much it as I love. Yeah. It, it's really hard. It's a lot of pressure, and added to that is the lack of sleep. Yeah. The you know. All the hormones, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, it's a really hard time for people. It really is. People don't understand how important sleep is, and if you don't get enough of it, yeah. it will it will ruin your day, and it and you'll be yeah. you'll be sitting there going, "Why do I feel so fucking annoyed?" I've just because you haven't slept, you haven't slept enough. That so that becomes yeah. an issue. You've also got postnatal depression that don't people don't yeah. people don't really understand. My my the mother of my kids had it really badly, and oh, but we. But we did. But we didn't know. We did. I mean, this is in yeah. this, this is nineteen ninety one. We didn't really talk about it then. Yeah. So How did you, you know. For? Well, what we are now? What are we now? Two thousand and twenty one. So thirty years. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she well, she had it for a long time, and I, I'd say, I don't know. I'd say at least six months a year. It was yeah. it, it was a problem because at one point she moved out. And I, we, we spent the nineties moving back in and out of each other and breaking up, oh, and because yeah, because yeah. we were we were only young when we met, but yeah. At one point, she moved out, and I had the baby on my own, and so and she was going to work, and I was and I had the kid, yeah. and it, because it was her head was just yeah. all over the place. So did she have it with both of them? Um, I don't know to be honest. I can't remember if the other yeah. one, probably, pro- probably I imagine. I think most women. Get it on a level. Most most women have that hormone change, and and it might not necessarily be depression, but it's yeah. I had my mate on uh, the other week, and he was talking about because his wife had it. Yeah. Um, and I I I didn't 
have it as far as I'm aware. But then maybe everyone does get it a bit, but it's just the level to what? Yeah, exactly. Well, like, it's a yeah. big come down, isn't it, after you've had the baby? Well, yeah, but you've had a you've had a human being inside you for nine months, yeah. you and you've been feeding it and nourishing it and, and making sure that and preparing it to, to, to come out into the world. So once that you've you've that's why women when they've had babies they look fucked because you've given it your you've given this kid you've given this kid a, a chunk of your soul like you've yeah. given it this it, you've given it you've given it this life force and now you've created this human this bright bushy this bright eyed bushy tailed yeah. human being that's running around at a million miles an hour and you're like just just give me a minute just because now because now you've got to you, women have to now rebuild their bodies. Back, oh God, back, yeah. back up, and you've and, and and you know it 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 takes it takes a chunk of you out yeah. into into that yeah. kid, and I we we're not talking about these things. You you're you're now you're now a shell of what you were, and you have to rebuild yourself, and you don't have you don't have the energy because you've got to look after the fucking thing yeah. that's now running around, and it yeah. you know it's 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 traumatic. It's of course it's traumatic. It traumatic. Yeah, it's hard as well. It's really hard. I remember my. Uh, best friend, she had a baby young. It was all around the time Jordan was having her oh, yeah. kids. And, um, oh no, Victoria Beckham. Right, right, right. And you know what I mean? She's fucking very, very slim anyway. But my friend was, well, she had a baby and she was like, why don't I look like Victoria Beckham? <laughs> After she had her baby. But she was genuinely like, I thought all the weight would just come off. And I was like, no, it, don't, it doesn't work like that in real no. life. If you've got a surgeon, you, you know, you have the baby a month early by cesarean and have a tummy tuck when you're being stitched up. And she would have, yeah, you know. she would have spent that whole pregnancy still not eating what she wanted to eat. Yeah. You know, she would have still been having, because, you know, they, they can afford to have nu- nutritionists and, and people giving you vitamins every hour and all that sort yeah, of shit, yeah. which is what, which is what in us in the real world we don't have that we're like i feel like sh- i feel like shit i'm having kfc yeah. and then we yeah. go and then we go i'm eating for i'm eating for two i'll have two buckets fuck it because it's because it's it's hard work isn't it it's hard work it is and you want to do it and i just I yeah like, I, i've i put on half my body weight with my second child like mm. i really ate a lot um but i wanted to it's the only sort of thing that stopped me feeling sick yeah. Like, like with people now and they're like, oh, I don't want to put on too much weight. I'm like, why not? Like, this is the only time in your life when you haven't really got to worry about what you look like because you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eat what you want and enjoy it. It comes off. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. Your big old hippo feet are going to go eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling someone about that because my ankles and feet, I had to wear my ex's shoes he's like size seven or eight and i was wearing his trainers because i could not fit in my shoes <laughs> and um i was like literally i put off five stone but it was mostly in my ankles and i remember after i had juno the first thing i did was look at my feet to see if they'd gone back to yeah them. yeah yeah and they hadn't it took a little while oh mate but i mean who gives you don't care once you've had the baby you, do, nah. you don't care anyway no nah. there's so much pressure women yeah exactly you know, always yeah what you look like and it's not normal for you to you've got to be a great mum but you've also got to be great at whatever job you do and yeah amazing you how, know, how you know. you, and you and you and you've got to do all that whilst feeling suicidal and depressed because <laughs> your hormones are still all over the place because <laughs> you know you know it's yeah. mo- motivation is the thing that we're lacking in it if you feel shit you, the last thing you want to do is is have a have a spinach sandwich or whatever it is you know you want to 
you know, it's it's yeah. it, there's so much pressure on in society for us to look a certain way and be a certain way, and and it's not it's not. It's just it's unattainable. You're not. We're not all. Mil- we're not millionaires. Yeah. We're not millionaires. A lot of us are living in pokey little flats. We haven't got any money. We wanted yeah. to have. We wanted to have kids because we wanted to be parents. We like. We're going to be good parents. Yeah. But now it's getting to the point. It's like, oh, you can only have kids if you can afford it. And it's like, but yeah. who can afford it then? It's like hundred grand for the first eighteen years or something. It's mental. So it's, it's weird because I've never really. I never considered that. No. But my friend, I remember my friend had two, and I was like, are you going to have any more? And she's like, no, I can't afford it. And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, well, we'd have to get a bigger car. You know, the holidays are made for, like, if you go on a package holiday, it's for four people. If you have another one, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, God, I wouldn't have even thought about that. No. Well, I don't know, maybe I just don't think about things, but <laughs> you have to consider how many well, children f- you have. Well, the fact, yeah, and the fact that the, the prices for holidays go through the roof in, in holiday, oh. when the kids are off yeah. school, you go, you bastards, yeah. you absolute bastards. What, suddenly the flights are a million quid when, like, yeah. do, when the kids are at school, they're a fiver. It's absolute yeah. bollocks, but it's, um, you know. We went away um, a few years ago and the kids were in school, but I wrote a letter, I think it was only one, but I wrote a letter and I said, I'm discriminated against. I'm a single parent. So I've got to go on one, I've got one income. Yeah. And I can't afford to go away during the holidays. No. So I, I am being discriminated against. So I'm taking my kids out. Yeah. Week, and they didn't yeah. find me. No. <laughs> but I don't know if I get away with that in a senior school. But it is, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting the amount they charge. And then obviously what's happened the last year, we're all fucked for holidays for the next few years anyway, aren't we? No. Oh. It's going to be crazy then everything's going to be expensive now they're, and they're going to go oh yeah. we need to we need to rebuild things because of covid and you're like come on man yeah. you were doing all right you like train train operators the the prices are ridiculous you know the the, the trains out really? well the train i think the c2c from fenchurch street to to shoebury ness i think yeah, someone yeah. said that that's the most expensive train line in europe like for mile for mile, mile well, like pound for I mile, it's mad. Yeah. I lived in Basildon and worked in town, and it was cheaper. For, well, it wasn't cheaper for me to live in Bow, but I could walk to work, and I think it cost me twenty five pounds a week more to live in Bow and walk to work than it did to get for my train fare. Wow. In, well, yeah. Yeah. I, I just moved into London, and then that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's re- It's ridiculous. It's mad. Everyone's. Everyone's. Everyone's like. Just everyone's just ripping you off, and it's it's, and so you, you're aware of that, and you're trying your best, and then and then on top of that, you've got to be a size ten, and you've got to you got to be a perfect parent. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard work. It's hard. This is what this is nothing that we need to that people need to talk about. We're not told that life on a certain level is really hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's you know we 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 all assumed we were going to get given a house at thirty five and you know yeah. and it, and you, and then you get to thirty five where's my house they go oh no you yeah. have you have to you have to buy it and you go how am I going to buy it when I got yeah what and so there's a you know we're not millionaires none of us are the Beckhams you know there's a there's a there's a small category of people that become you know well off the rest of us yeah. are just the rest of us are just trying to scratch a living we're just trying to get by you know. Yeah. And it's and it shouldn't be that way. There's enough money in the world for everybody to have a bit. Hundred percent. You know. Hundred percent. So any, I don't know. I, I I could talk about this all day. And don't yeah. and anyone listening, don't get me wrong. I know I'd fuck up just as much as everyone else. 
<laughs> I, t- I try and I try and do the things I talk about. I do try. But, but that's all you can do if you're trying yeah. to make the world a better place. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. After, yeah. Everything that's it. Yeah. Do, and you've already know that you've helped at least yeah. one person. Yeah. I think that's all and you can do. that means the world, doesn't it? Oh, it, it, honestly, it blew my head off when I got that message. I was yeah. blown away. I think what people need, like we watch the news and we're told about all these things, all these things in other countries, these atrocities and all stuff going on. And, and you go, and then we're told, it was like, oh, you need to do more. You need to be more aware. You need to be more this. You need to be more that. Like, but I can't, I can't change all that. I, I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm sad that it's happening. But I yeah. can't. We have politicians and people in government that take care of that stuff, or supposed to be. Yeah. That's why we elect these fuckers. I, it's, yeah. I can't. I can't change what goes on in 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 Syria. I can't. But what I can do is try and look after my little bit and make yeah, sure yeah. I make sure I'm being the best I can be around here and helping people out yeah. and asking for help if I can. And then that will spread out. Hopefully, the, the, those people will look, take care of their little bit. And then the next people take care of their little bit. And then you're starting to sort of look at it that way rather than look at the news and being made to feel shit because you don't give money to charity. You know, it's like Henning Venn is a German comedian. And he said, there's a, it's a failing of government. If there's, if to have charity in your, in your, in your, it's, it's, it's in Germany, they don't have charity because they pay taxes and they do it properly. They don't have charity in Germany. No, he said they don't have it. They don't have it because they, because it's it's things. These are things that the government are supposed to take care of. Yeah. It's where your taxes are supposed to go. Well, it's like that fucking that amazing old man. It's a Sir Tom. Yeah, Sir Tom, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Was walking to raise money for the NHS. Yeah. which we pay for. Exactly. Why the fuck is that? Not any money. <laughs> the amount of oh god, don't get me started. That's and that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is that where's the money you know. from Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> the three hundred fucking fifty million or whatever. It was. Oh, it was all, yeah. It was, it, it was almost like oh. that was a complete pack of lies, isn't it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. What a surprise! And then it's like with all this shit with the what is it James Dyson? He's giving tax breaks to, and he will not apologise. He just. It amazes me because he can't do anything. He just can't do anything wrong. He can do whatever the fuck he wants and he'll get yeah. away with it. And people yeah, yeah, still... Yeah. I'm just like, well, has he got... Mag- is he magic? I don't know what he's he is. Like cast a spell over everyone. They're like, oh, it's all right. It's only him. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is about Dyson, but he bloody... He makes shit hoovers. I know that. Yeah, you want... he does make shit hoovers. You want to get yourself... <laughs> you want to get yourself a, a Henry, mate. Get yourself a good old... <laughs> a good old sturdy Henry Hoover. That's what you want. Henry vacuum cleaner. They're going to sponsor your podcast. Let's hope so. Give yourself a free, yeah. a, a free Henry. <laughs> Dyson can <laughs> Dyson can get in the bins. Rubbish. Yeah, no, they are shit. Oh well, thank you so much for coming. Ah. And talking about everything. It's, really <laughs> it's my pleasure. I hope I hope it's all right. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'll it's just chat away. I forget that we. I forget that we're recording. I'm just chatting. <laughs> yeah. So insane in the man brain. Membrane. Ins- insane in the membrane. And there's insane in the fembrane. And then, so when are you got, getting yeah. back out there in the world? Do you know yet? Uh, oh yeah, I'm doing Soho Theatre. It's back on, and it's the twenty twenty second, twenty third of May. It's that weekend, Saturday, the Friday, okay. Saturday. And tickets will be on sale soon. Um, they're coming, and there's gigs starting again. And yeah. we've got there's we, I'm doing a gig in Southend at the Temple Bar, Temple Cafe. 
in, nice. in up near Chalkwell. And yeah, it's all coming back. It's coming back. I can't wait. How do people find you? Uh, I am Rich Wilson on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on Facebook, uh, but I don't yeah. really, I don't go on there a lot. And uh, I've got a website, richwilsoncomedian.com. I'll be putting all my dates up on there. And any link, any links to the podcast and all that. I've got a radio yeah. show as well called Tuned Up Time Machine. It's on Islington Radio. That's every Wednesday on the Mixcloud app. Oh, you've done that before, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Once well, or twice. I'll share, I'll share everything. That's anyway, lovely. So people will be able to find you on there. But thank you so much for coming on. It's my pleasure. Thank you. I'm going to the all gym. Right. I'm going to go to the gym now. So thank you very much. It's been great. <gasps> <All right. laughs> lovely, my love. Thank you. I love Rich. I'm hoping I'll bump into him over the Olympic Park. Obviously not in the dark, because I can't go running in the dark. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's um he's got a show. I'm going to really try and go to it, which it will be next week, I think, when this comes out. Is it next week? It is next week, I think. Next Thursday and Friday at the Soho Theatre in London. And I'm going to really try and go if I can get the kids sorted out. Um, But yeah, he's wicked. I'll post, obviously, links to him on social media he's so funny it was really lovely it's, i mean i love talking to people obviously that's why i do this podcast but i love laughing strangely i know not many people do what a thing to say i love laughing sometimes i just think shut up aim um but yeah i i just had a lovely time with him and he's lovely so i hope you enjoyed it i hope you're all good i hope your mental health is good if it's not please reach out to someone this um, woman that I've spoken to, the uh, life coach, she messaged me because a friend of hers had listened to the podcast and heard me say, if you've got a story or you want to come on and chat to me, get in touch. And she did. And I've done one of my favourite ever podcasts. Please, 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 if you, if you or you know anyone who you think would be good to come on or like to come on, reach out. Reach out and touch my Instagram. Or Facebook or whatever. Mama Mama Pod at Gmail, Mama Mama Pod on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Please subscribe to the podcast. If this is the first one you've ever listened to, I've got like over 50 other episodes. They're all different types of people about all different types of things. And they're all right, you know, you should check them out. <laughs> and have a lovely rest of your day. Work. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Work. Be a good human. Lots of love. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.